It is now time to get started with tonight's game of Pub Trivia. Before we get started, make sure you have the right supplies. Everybody that's playing tonight needs about 20 of those little answer slips. Uh, you need an answer sheet, and you also need something to write with. Those are the uh, things you need. There's a couple teams that haven't played tonight, so we're going to go over the directions here real quick. Uh, basically how it works is I'm going to ask a question and play a song. Your team has until the end of that song to write down an answer and turn one of those answer slips into me after each question. The rub of the game is this. There's a wagering system. You wager six, three, or one based on your confidence in the answer, but you can only wager each of those values once per part. So the most points you can score per part are 10. So if you, if I ask the first question and you wager six, right or wrong, you won't be able to wager six for the next two questions. You can only wager a three or a one. My name is Brad. For those of you that haven't played, I'm going to take care of you guys. Just have fun, answer the questions, enjoy yourselves. We do have a couple rules before we get started here also. It's a team game, but don't shout out any answers. If I hear answers shout out right or wrong, I'll have to ask different questions, harder questions. That slows up the game for everybody. Once you give me your answer, you can't have it back. Your answer is final once your team gives it to me. And the rule we take most seriously, no cell phones, no reference materials to look up answers. If you get caught doing that, you're going to get disqualified. It's a big game tonight, even if I don't catch you doing that. Just know if you're looking up answers on your phone, you're cheating everybody in a bar trivia game. We're playing for some cool prizes, but, uh, you know, don't soil your reputation. Trying to, trying to be smarter than you actually are. All right. My name is Brad. I am your host tonight. All the decisions I make are final. With that being said, let's get fired up with your first three categories. They are pop culture, national parks, and movies. Once again, pop culture, national parks, and movies. Here we go with your pop culture category question. First question in tonight's game. Robin Quivers is the longtime sidekick for which famous radio show host? Once again, Robin Quivers. It's a, hey, please don't shout out answers, guys. Please don't shout out answers. Robin Quivers is the longtime sidekick for which famous radio show host? Good luck, everybody. is the longtime sidekick for which famous radio show host? We got 11 teams playing tonight. 10 out of the 11. Off to a good start. The correct response is Howard Stern. Had some different wagers on that question, though. That might spice things up here as we get into the second question. A little bit harder on this one. National Parks category question. Got to be right on. No qualifier. How many states have some portion of Yellowstone National Park within their borders. Once again, how many states have some portion of Yellowstone National Park within their borders? Good luck, everybody. Question to part number one. 
question. How many states have some portion of Yellowstone National Park within their borders? There's Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and that is it. There is only three. Three states. Have you read three? You got the points. Little fastball, little curveball in there. Here's your movies category question. This is the final question of part number one. Oh man, what a movie this was. Or is. What is the name of the character portrayed by Judd Nelson in the film The Breakfast Club? Once again, what's the name of the character portrayed by Judd Nelson, the bad boy in this film? The Breakfast Club. Good luck, everybody. champion Ric Flair hail is it Charlotte Charleston or Jacksonville once again from which of these southern cities does the six-time world wrestling champion professional world wrestling champion the nature boy Ric Flair hail is it Charlotte Charleston or Jacksonville good luck everybody Super Bowls did the Buffalo Bill 
Bills lose in the 1990s. The Bills stands for Boy, I Love Losing Super Bowls, by the way. Correct response are four consecutive Super Bowls. Lost two to the Dallas Cowboys, right? I'm pretty sure. Here's your vocabulary category question. Final question of part number two. What explosive phenomenon occurs when an oxygen-starved fire gets a sudden burst of fresh air? Once again, what explosive phenomenon occurs when an oxygen-starved fire gets a sudden burst of fresh air? Good luck, everybody. That is called a backdraft. I actually think it's just one word, backdraft. It was a movie called Backdraft, an award-winning movie a long time ago also. Well, you know, long time ago is relative, I guess. But uh, here we go with your part three categories. They are going to be music, television, and geography. Once again, music, TV, and geography. Here's your music category question. I actually played this song in the little intro uh, this, when I started DJing. I played this like as the third song. In the Leonard Skinner song, Give Me Three, or Give Me Three Steps, what's the name of the bar where the singer runs into trouble for dancing with Linda Lou? Once again, in the Leonard Skinner song, Give Me Three Steps, what's the name of the bar where the singer runs into trouble for dancing with Linda Lou. Good luck, everybody. when there's a song going in the background too because even if you knew this Skinner song it's hard to sing it with Better Than Ezra's jamming in the background but in the Leonard Skinner song Give Me Three Steps what's the name of the bar where the singer runs into trouble for dancing with Linda Lou? he was cutting a rug at a place called The Jug with a girl named Linda Lou. The Jug is the correct response all right, TV category question. That was easily the hardest question we've asked tonight. We'll see if we can get it back on track with your TV category question. Corey, Topanga, and Sean were the three main characters on what television sitcom that aired for seven seasons on ABC? Once again, Corey, Topanga, and Sean were the three main characters on what TV sitcom that aired for seven seasons on ABC. Good luck, everybody. There you go. Hey, Mike, you're the brain. Keep a girl's name out of your mouth. Yeah, I know it. I know it. All I would ask is to bang up. That's it. The question would have been answered. <laughs> Thank you. 
What do we call this one? This is a TV category question. I was just joking with somebody. All I really had to even say was just Topanga, and I'm sure the answer would have been what, what was turned in. But Corey, Topanga, and Sean were the three main characters on what television sitcom that aired for seven seasons on ABC? You were only right if you wrote Boy Meets World. Final question of part number three is a geography category question. Before I ask this question, there are 12 teams playing tonight. I have one of these questions for halftime tonight that requires you to get like a little slip from me, an extra slip for halftime. So when you bring your answer up for this next question, this geography question, make sure you get a halftime slip also. Uh, here is your geography category question. Which of these three states is largest by square mileage? Is it Kansas, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? Once again, which of these three states is largest by square mileage? Is it Kansas, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? Good luck, everybody. What up, partner? I did, yeah. I got the COVID cut, man. I do it myself now. Hey, thank you. Hey, here, man, take this. Hey, partner. Yes, partner. Here, grab one of these, man. Thank you. Thanks, dude. And you want to slip this one? Yeah, that's it. Take one of these, partner. Thanks, man. That's it, yeah. Sorry, I should have given you one. These were all pretty close, man. Geography category question. Final question of part number three. Which of these three states is largest by square mileage? Kansas, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? At 82, approximately 82,000 square miles. Kansas is the largest of those three states. Nebraska's just about 77,000 square miles. Oklahoma's my favorite number, just about 69,000 square miles. All right, halftime question. Works a little differently. You don't need to wager on this question now. This question has five correct answers, and you're going to get two points for each answer you get correct. I'm also going to give you two songs for this halftime question, since it is slightly more involved. Here is your halftime question. Everybody needs one of them little slips, by the way. If you don't have one, while I'm asking this question, come get one. And the first thing we need to do is everybody write your team number or your team name, somebody on this, uh, somewhere on this slip, so we know that you guys come Bye, up Bye, honey. <laughs> this is a great question, man. I don't mean to uh, offend anyone either, but here is your halftime question. For two points each, for based on a 2017 through 2019 analysis of over 55 million car sales. Which five car models on that list have the most female drivers on the road? Once again, for two points each, based on a 2019 through 2019, or, I'm sorry, 2017 to 2019 analysis of over 55 million car sales, <laughs> which five car models on this list have the most female drivers on the road? That's a tough one, man. Think about it, though. Who do you see out there driving on the highway? We'll give you two songs this one. Take your time. Talk it out with your team, everybody. Good luck. Your choices are the Volkswagen Beetle, the Ford Focus, the Nissan Altima, the Jeep Wrangler, the Hyundai Tucson, the Nissan Versa, the Toyota Prius, the Ford Fiesta, the Volkswagen Jetta, the Subaru Outback, the Kia Forte, and the Chevy Bolt. Hyundai, like Sunday. Is that a clue or is it? Good luck.
2017 to 2019 analysis of over 55 million car sales, which of those five car models have the most female drivers on the road? Uh, in fifth place, or number five on this list, is the Ford Fiesta. And number four on this list is the Kia Forte. Number three on this list, I, I thought this would have been number one for sure, the Volkswagen Beetle. Number two on this list is the Nissan Versa. And the number one car driven by female drivers, according to this study, the Hyundai Tucson, if you can believe that. Hyundai like Sunday. That's what they used to tell me when I worked at the radio station, because I pr pronounce it about 15 different ways. I'm going to read out your standings. Um, if you have any scoring discrepancies, come on up and see me. I'm going to play about a five-minute song here. If you need to catch a smoke, use the bathroom, make a phone call, now would be the time to do that. Here are your current standings. In 12th place, we have a tie right now. The Dirty Skanks and team number nine each have nine points. Tie for ninth place right now. JTT and Harry each have 20 points. Eighth place belongs to Dunder Mifflin Scranton. They got 21 points. Seventh place with 22 points is the Family Four. Sixth place by themselves right now. Team Redundancy Team. They have six. Or they have 24 points in sixth place. Fifth place belongs to the Backstreet Boys, 25. Fourth place belongs to the Bridgeport High School Media Department. They've got 27 points. Love those guys. Thanks for being here. Third place, 30 points is one more. Second place, 33 points is Daisy. Look out. Taking a one-point lead in the halftime, Vatos Lacos. I, I hope that I don't speak Spanish, but I hope that's how you pronounce it. They have 34 points. As I said, if you think there's a scoring discrepancy, come on up here and see me. Second half of Pub Trivia is coming up next. Gonna get fired up here with the second half of Pub Trivia. We now up the ante here in the second half. You can now wager seven, five, or three based on your confidence in, the, in your answers. You can score 15 points per part now instead of 10. Here we go with your part four categories. We're gonna start with music, internet and tech, and then science. Once again, music, internet and tech, and science. Here's your music category question to kick off the second half. From which country does the rock band ACDC hail? Once again, from which country does the band ACDC hail? Good luck, everybody. question it was the first question to kick off the second half <laughs> from which country does the band ACDC hail you were only right if you wrote Australia they're Aussies and I'll tell you what they've, they've fallen on some hard times lately too I don't even know if they they exist anymore quite honestly but 
We'll move on. RIP ACDC. Here's your internet and tech category question. Second question of part number four. Which company is responsible for producing the Grand Theft Auto video game franchise? Once again, which company is responsible for producing the Grand Theft Auto video game franchise? Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Was this game one or what? Tampa Bay sucks when it gets. I mean, they're like the best team every year. They get in the playoffs. They just roll up. Yeah, yeah. This is your arts, or this was your internet and tech category question. Which company is responsible for producing the Grand Theft Auto video game franchise? You were only right if you wrote Rockstar Games. The science category question. Final question of part number four. What quantity in physics measured in hertz is inversely proportional to wavelength? Once again, what quantity in physics measured in hertz is inversely proportional to wavelength? Good luck, everybody. Quantity in physics measured in hertz is inversely proportional to wavelength. You were only right if you wrote frequency. Frequency is what we were looking for. Moving right along with your part five categories, they're going to be mythology, movies, and sports. Once again, mythology, movies, and sports. Here's your mythology category question. First question of part number five. Uh, multiple choice. Which of these mythological figures emerged from sea foam? Is it Aphrodite, Artemis, or Athena? Once again, which of these mythological figures emerged from sea foam? Aphrodite, Artemis, or Athena? Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Aphrodite. Movies category question. Second question of part number five. One of my favorites, if not my, the absolute favorite uh, film trilogy. The subject of this question here. What's the name of Neo's love interest in the Matrix film franchise? Once again, what is the name of Neo's love interest in the Matrix film franchise? Good luck, everybody. Thank you. I don't know. I'm not as smart as I pretend to be behind the microphone, man. Believe me. I just read them off the paper. No, man, you gotta watch it. It's good. Man, several of you guys came up to me and were like, never seen it. Never seen it. 
Man, you should watch it. It's great. Take a day, Netflix it. Man, all day, watch the whole damn thing. Movies category question, what's the name of Neo's love interest in the Matrix film franchise? You were only right if you wrote Trinity. Here's your sports category question. This is the final question of part number five. As of 2020, which New York Yankee has played the most career games in franchise history? Once again, as of 2020, which New York Yankee has played the most career games in franchise history? Good luck, everyone. Come on, Skid. You got it? What are we talking about? I heard you say it. That's crazy, man. That's really crazy. Thanks, Carter. TV category. No, this is your select. What part am I in? It's your sports category question. The final question of part number five. As of 2020, which New York Yankee has played the most career games in franchise history? You were only right if you wrote a little guy named Derek Jeter. 2,747 games played for the New York Yankees owns a baseball team right now also, the Miami Marlins, infected with COVID to start the season. Hell of a storyline there. Hell of a time to be alive, isn't it? Here we go with your part six categories. They are celebrities. Thanks, Madison. TV and literature. Once again, celebrities, TV and literature. Celebrities category question, first question, part number six. How old was Frank Sinatra when he died? Once again, how old was Frank Sinatra when he died? Good luck, everybody. Thanks, man. You mean how young? Whatever. Question to part number six. This is also our heavy beat trivia one.com free answer of the night. How old was Frank Sinatra, or how young was Frank Sinatra when he passed away? He was 82 years old. TV category question, second question to part number six. Amanda Woodward was one of the main characters on what Fox drama that aired for seven seasons? Once again, Amanda Woodward was one of the main characters on what Fox drama that aired for seven seasons. Good luck. Amanda, is she the character or the actress? The character. character. Boy, when I'm, I couldn't even find a parking spot out front. Then you know what? Yeah, you remember that? That's what I thought about. I, oh, dude, I actually got me this truck, man. I'm, I'm going to set it on fire tonight, man. Thank you. TV category question. Amanda Woodward was the main character on what, or was a main character on what Fox drama that aired for seven seasons. That she was portrayed by Heather Locklear. Melrose Place is the correct response. Final question to part number six. Literature category question. Which of Julius Caesar's conspirators was the last to stab him, according to the famous quote? Once again, which of Julius Caesar's conspirators was the last to stab him, according to the famous quote? Good luck, everybody.
murder to stab him, according to the famous quote, a two brute is the famous quote, Brutus is the correct response. So it is now time for your final question of the night. Final question works a little differently. It works just like Jeopardy now. You wager anywhere between zero and 20 points on this question. If you get it right, I'll add whatever you wager to your final score. If you get it wrong, I'll take away whatever you wager from your final score. So we do have some strategy involved here. Here are your current standings. May help decide how to wager. Tie for 13th place right now. Team number nine and the Dirty Skanks each have 23 points. 11th place, 27 points is Harry. 10th place, 34 points, a newcomer to the game. Jeff had a great half, man, 34 points. 9th place, 40 points, Dunder Mifflin Scranton. 8th place, 48 points, the Family Four. 7th place, 54 points, JTT. 6th place, 57 points, still hanging around the Bridgeport High School Media Department. 5th place, 62 points, Team Redundancy, Team. Like I said, they have 62 points. Fourth place, 67 points. The Backstreet Boys, look out. Something special happening with the Backstreet Boys right now. Third place, 72 points. One more. Second place, 73 points. Vados Lacos, a great game out of those guys. Taking a two-point lead into, half to, or into this final question, though. Daisy currently has 75 points. Here we go with your final question of the night. Put these daytime talk show hosts in order from most seasons to fewest seasons on the air. Here are your choices. Montel Williams on the Montel Williams Show. Ricky Lake from the Ricky Lake Show. Sally Jesse Raphael from the Sally Show. It was just called Sally, by the way. And Jenny Jones from the Jenny Jones Show. Once again, put these daytime talk show hosts in order for most seasons to fewest seasons on the air. Montel Williams, Ricky Lake, pretty Ricky, 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 Sally, Jesse Raphael, and Jenny Jones. We'll give you two songs this one. Take your time. Talk out with your team, everybody. Good luck.
gotta go way back into the 1990s for this one. We actually put uh, daytime talk shows in order for most seasons to fewest seasons on the air. We gave you four choices. Here's how your answer slip should have looked. It aired for 19 seasons. Sally. Of Sally Jesse Raphael should have been number one. At 17 seasons was Montel Williams. 12 seasons, and it, and it ended in like a weird, like murder kind of situation with the Jenny Jones show, but that was 12 seasons. She was number three. Ricky Lake only made it, I should say only, it was an eternity in daytime television, made it 11 seasons. Final question, taking into consideration here tonight's final standings, 13 plays, 20 points, the Dunder Mifflin Scranton branch. Love having these guys in the building, though. Thanks for being here. 11 plays, 23 points. We had a tie, the Dirty Skanks, and team number nine. 10th place, 27 points, was Harry. Ninth place, 28 points, the family four. Eighth place, 34 points. Only played one half. Damn near climbed up the uh, half the ladder here. Jeff finishes with 34 points. Seventh place, 37 points. Missed one on that final question. The Bridgeport High School Media Department. Thank you guys for being here. Sixth place, 42 points. Team redundancy. Team. Fifth place, 47 points. The Backstreet Boys. Fourth place, 54 points, JTT. Third place, bet nothing on the final question. I'm not sure if they got it right or not. They may have. Daisy finishes with 75. Some monster scores out here tonight. How about one more? I mean, I, I am. It, I made a habit out of saying these guys' names in fourth place. They make it into second place tonight with a strategic bet of only four points. They finished with 76 points, got it right. One more is gonna get a $20 gift card to use back here. I'll tell you what, Latos Lacos uh, were incredible tonight, man. Almost boxed to wire. Bet the house on the final question, got it right. They finished with 93. They get the $30 gift card to use back here at the Brickside Bar and Grill. Thank you guys so much for being here. Don't forget to check out our website, heavybeatrivia1.com. Find out the latest information on our COVID-19 uh, availability Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday throughout North Central West Virginia. Also got the Pub Trivia Podcast there as well. Check that out if you can't make it out Tuesday or Wednesday. Don't forget to your waitresses and your bartenders. Always working hard for you here at the Brickside. Thanks so much for being here. Same time, same place. Have a safe trip home, everybody. Next Tuesday night.